We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, the long and to some of us agonizing wait is just about finally over 16 days off before the national title game. LSU, Clemson, Monday night. For the national championship, if you can't get a ticket, we understand. Tough and very expensive tickets for the national title game. We have the place you got to be if you are in the region. That's at Walk-On's Sports Bistro. You got to be there for the game. Brandon Landry joins us. He's the founder of Walk-On's. Uh, you might know some of his partners, including one future Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees. Brandon, great to have you on the program. It's Dave Briggs and Ross Tucker. What do you got going on for the national title game, and what are we eating? That's the most important question for me and Ross. We're always hungry. Well, well, you know, well, first of all, thanks for having me. But as you know, like we do it down here in South Louisiana, uh, we don't eat to live. We live to eat. And so food is of the utmost importance. Uh, but we, we have uh, one of our walk-ons two blocks from the Superdome. Uh, it's literally at the, at the steps of it. And, you know, we opened in 2011. Uh, a couple months before the national championship was last in New Orleans. Unfortunately, our LSU Tigers got beat uh, pretty badly by Alabama, but uh, we're, we're going to do it again this year. So we're, we, we, we have the original restaurant, we have the upstairs, and then behind our restaurant, the big parking lot, we're, we're tenting uh, 30 or 40,000 square feet, in, uh, and we're going to have enough room for about 2,000 guests back there. Tailgate party. Uh, up until about 5.30, a couple hours before the game. And then at 5.30, it turns into a watch party for the people that don't have tickets or, uh, you know, these these tickets are getting up there. I'm sure you guys have seen on StubHub and things like that. Um, yeah, so we, it's going to be $20 at the door. Uh, and $5 out of that $20 is going to go to our, our, our Walk-On's Game On Foundation, which helps – refurbish and rebuild youth sports facilities around the country. And so um, we're excited about it. You know, there's, you know, I think 75, 80,000 tickets, but there's going to be a lot more people than that in New Orleans. So we're going to have a place to watch it. Yeah, you want to talk about good timing to have that down there. LSU makes the national championship. It's all, it's all coming together, Brandon. I love when a plan comes together. And why don't we start there? I'm familiar with you guys because of a friend of mine as well as from the bowl game that you guys are the title sponsor of down there in Shreveport every year. Uh, how did it start? I mean, I, I've heard myself that you were a walk-on at LSU, but for people that haven't heard the story and I haven't heard it firsthand, can you explain it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, yeah, we just finished our third year of the Walk-On's Independence Bowl, which has been a great sponsorship. And uh, Miami and Louisiana Tech battled it out a couple weeks ago. But yeah, so I was a, uh, I was a walk-on on the LSU basketball team in the late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, my senior year, I played seven minutes. Uh, for you guys that know anything about basketball, you know there's 40 <laughs> minutes in every damn game. Uh, so seven minutes isn't a lot for a season. But 
you know, everything I learned about being a walk-on, a teammate, being a part of something bigger than yourself, uh, I carry those philosophies and those traits over in our business today. And, you know, our, our business is built on the foundation of that walk-on mentality. In the beginning, in 2003, look, we, we went to and uh, we, we came up with the idea. First of all, my, my teammate and I, we were literally on a road, road trip on the way back from the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. I think we just got beat by around 25 points and all the starters are sleeping on the plane on the way home. And um, there was little Bev naps on the plane. We started doodling. We were wide awake. We didn't play a wink that night. And we said, you know what? Uh, we need to open up a restaurant. Of course, you're 20 years old, right? What could go wrong? And so uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't know what you don't know at that age. And, and so we came back and we were in an entrepreneurship class at LSU and we did it as a school project and got a C. And uh, it wasn't necessarily because of the idea. We just needed some help with the business plan. And so that professor actually helped us kind of mold our business plan a little bit. We started going to banks. And uh, the first bank said, man, we love it. Yeah, but no, uh, we can't take that risk. First of all, it's the restaurant business. Uh, second of all, you two young knuckleheads don't have enough experience. And, you know, you kind of need to learn the business. And so that walk-on mentality kicked in from the beginning. We weren't going to take no for an answer. And so we went to bank two, three, four, five, and six. And they all said, no, 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 no. And then we went to number seven. And number seven said, guys, if you're willing to bust your tail, we'll back you. And uh, so we got the original location open in September of 03. And it was supposed to be one store, guys. Don't get me wrong. It, it was like, we're going to open up a restaurant and, and live off of this. And uh, the, the early years were tough. Once again, we didn't have a lot of experience. We didn't buy a franchise like we're selling today with systems and processes and all the things that hopefully make you successful. But all we knew back then was teamwork and taking care of people and making sure that if I got your back, you got my back. And we did those things in the early days. And that kind of got us through the early days. And fast forward now, um, you know, we, we over the 16 and a half years, um, you know, we've just developed better systems and processes. One thing we believe in, you get better every day. You either get better, or you get worse. You don't stay the same. And so we kept working at it. And, you know, being a South Louisiana brand, we, we're a little bit different. Uh, we kind of molded ourselves and in kind of into the own or in our own category. Um, when you when you look behind me here, you see Walk On Sports Bistro, E-A-U-X. Uh, there, there's something special about that down here. I'm sure you've seen the borough, E-A-U-X, and all that that's, that's been heightened here in the last couple of weeks. But we're different. We're a Louisiana sports grow. When you talk, of course, we got the TVs and the beer selections and your regular burgers and fries and things like that. But you can add a little bit of taste of Louisiana. We call it game day with a taste of Louisiana. We got about 30% of the menu that's uh, – Louisiana driven, uh, whether it be fresh sea Gulf seafood or etouffees or gumbos or alligator or things like that, that just separates us. And, and definitely people resonate to that when you hear Louisiana cuisine. And so uh, fast forward here 17 years later and uh, 33 open locations throughout the country. Uh, we're franchising, we have over 150 markets sold already and uh, things are good. Things are really good. You know, it's funny that you said that because that was kind of going to be my question. I haven't had a chance to go to one yet. I've been dying to, but there's a lot of sports bars out there. And by the way, I love them all. I'm not complaining. I'll go to any sports bar anytime and drink and eat my face off. But for you guys to grow as fast as you have and be as popular as you are, I guess I was just curious, what's the, uh, what's the secret sauce? And you think it's primarily the... Uh, the Louisiana food, if you will? 
I, I think that's secondary. I think, uh, you know, there's no company that can grow without great people. And, and I know that's very cliche-ish, but I mean, when we, we really live what we talk about. You know, when you, you talk about a walk-on, you talk about no one player is, is more important than the other, honestly. And, and we live that through our system. It, it doesn't matter if you're the general manager, you're the you're the highest paid uh, person in the in the building, or you're the dishwasher. Uh, you're all important to the team, and and so we've lived that since day one. And 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 so that's the first thing. And then, like I just mentioned, of course, I mean it, you you separate yourself with cuisine like we have. Typically, sports bars, you think about, and like you said, you've been to a few of them. You walk in there, you go on in there to watch a game, drink a beer, and if you get really hungry, you might order something to eat, right? That's stereotypical sports bar. We're different. People are coming at us because we got really good food. Of course, our culture and everything I just talked about, but we're over 72% food to alcohol ratio. That's unheard of in our space, just because we, our, our, our lunch sales are unbelievable. Our, our demos are almost 50-50, male, female. Uh, guess what? Women like sports too. Kids like sports too. And so, I mean, we've made a spot for all these different people to come in and enjoy it. It just doesn't have to be male driven and a drinking spot in a bar. It, it's a restaurant first and foremost, and you get the lanyard with the beer and the TVs and everything that traditionally comes with sports bars. Talking to Brandon Landry, the founder of Walk-On Sports Bistro, E-A-U-X. Yes, yeah, sign me up for some gumbo some Cajun Diaz and po'boys in the national championship, but I'll bet that ratio was flipped on Monday night during the national championship. A few beers will probably be flowing throughout the game before and after. Want to ask you though, how you attract a guy like Drew Brees as one of the owners, and you get a tweet from a another legend, Shaquille O'Neal. What's the relationship with those two legends? Yeah, so uh, my, my founding partner sold out of the company in, uh, in 2015, and not long after that, I got a, uh, a call from uh, Drew's agent. Never met Drew before in my life, growing up here in South Louisiana, of course, always a Saints fan. Um, and, and Chris said, uh, hey, Brandon, this is Chris, and he goes, Drew would love to talk to you about the business. And I said, sure, I'd love to. I, I don't know what that means, but he goes, I, honestly, I'm going to pick him up from practice in a little bit. You mind if we give you a call back? He calls me back 20 minutes later. And he's like, Brandon, I got Drew in the car. And I'm like, he's like, what's up, Brandon? And I said, hey, Drew Brees, how are, how are you? <laughs> and uh, he said, man, look, I, I love what you guys are doing. You know, I stop in uh, on the Porter Street location. He goes, I bring my wife there. He bring my kids there. I bring my old lineman there. He goes, it's just something for everyone. He goes, I just want to know if, if I can be a part of it. He goes, I, I'd love to be your partner. And, and he goes, I love the restaurant space. I love the franchise model. Uh, is, is there a spot for me? And so, look, Drew wasn't the guy saying, hey, I'm Drew Brees. I'm a celebrity looking for a handout. He said, I, I want to buy in. I want to be a true partner. And, and, and that's how, honestly, that's how it happened. Uh, within a year, we'd gone through the valuation and Drew purchased 25% of our parent company. So he, he's, he's my true partner. And look, he's more than just a, a marketing play for us. Uh, he's involved. Of course, you guys know he's got a day job on, on Sundays in the fall. But uh, I mean, he, he's as involved as he possibly can be. Um, and and he's, a, he's a huge part of our brand. And, and I, I say this all the time, whether you're a Saints fan or not, if you're a good person fan, you're a Drew fan, and and we found that out um, all over the country. Where we're going, you know, you, it's given us that credibility on a national level. It's like, okay, a guy like that is associated with this group. Uh, I need to look into this, or I at least need to check this out. And so, 
Drew's been awesome. And it's, uh, as far as Shaq, yeah, I mean, so I'm going to, uh, like I said, I played for LSU. Played is a strong word. I was on the team. Um, but I, I was there for four years, and I missed Shaq for, uh, I guess Shaq was six or seven years before me. And, of course, it's kind of like that underground fraternity, you know, once you kind of play the same sport at the same school, uh, you, you have that relationship. And so um, we asked him uh, if, he, if he would shoot out a couple tweets about our, our big show tonight. And, uh, you know, Shaq, he would come in during the summers and, and play pickup with us and uh, got to know him decently well. And uh, he's just been a, a great guy. He's a, he's a great representation of, uh, of LSU sports for sure. So my question is, have you gotten over the Saints loss yet? Brandon, because that one was oh. tough and have the people Louisiana. I mean, that that couldn't have been good because the further they go, the more business you do. Right. I mean, every Saints game, you probably make millions of bucks that that had to hurt both personally and professionally. You know, it's it's kind of like you uh, you wake up that Monday morning and it either feels like you just got broken up with or you did something wrong the night before. You know, it's just that pit in your stomach and uh and we've had this pit in our stomach the last three seasons, the way they've ended. Uh, of course, everybody knows what just happened. And then last year in the NFC Championship, and then what was it, the Minnesota Miracle three years ago. It's uh, it's tough, man. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, diehards down here. And uh, it's, you know, of course, Drew being a part of this company, everybody feels for him. And, uh, yeah, to answer your question, no, we have not gotten over this. <laughs> Are you mad at the refs? Are you are you mad? Are you angry at the call? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, how can you not be right? But I mean, <laughs> it, it, look, Drew told me this last year after after the uh, the the non, the non call. I talked to him a few days after, and 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 I said, "How you feeling, man?" And he goes, "Look, he goes, I, I live my life worrying about things that I can control." And uh, he said, I, I, I can't control that guy throwing that flag or not. And, and I'll tell you the quick story. This is the type of dude Drew is. He goes, honestly, Brandon, he goes, was keeping me up and what I'm mad at. He goes, if you remember two, two plays before the nine call, he goes, I had Michael Thomas going across the field and I threw it at his shins. He goes, I, I, I make that throw 99.9 .9 times out of 100. And he goes, if, if I make that throw to something that I can control, he goes, he scores and we're not even talking about the play. And he goes, so that, that, that's just the way I live my life. And he goes, that's what I'm beating up myself over is just the, the play that I didn't make. But shows you the type of dude he is and uh, the type of character he has. Last question for me, Brandon. Monday night, LSU, Clemson. What is your prediction? Has anybody stopped us yet? I mean, come on. They, they keep saying, I get it. Clemson's good. And what they did to Alabama last year, I get it. And for all you Clemson fans out there, hey, we're, we're going to have a walk-ons in Clemson's one day. But don't hold this against me. <laughs> uh, but, uh, look, it, it just seems like the stars are aligning. And, you know, what's, what's happened here with Coach O and what he's done and surrounded himself with really good people and – and, and, and Joe, I mean, he's just, uh, this kid is different, man. Like, uh, he, he's just, he, he's years beyond his age. He, he, he demands respect. He, he's, it's no nonsense. Uh, I, look, if, if they stop us, uh, more power to them. I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, I think if, if we do lose, it, it might be 60 to 61, um, just because it, it just, 
I, I don't see it happening. That's just my prediction. But then again, I'm a little bit biased. I am not biased. I share your prediction. LSU's three wide receivers should all play in the NFL. Not only is Joe Burrow special, I like LSU to cover. Are Clemson fans welcome at the watch party? Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, we uh, one thing we found out early on in our restaurant biz, no matter what colors your team is, all money's green, right? And so uh, <laughs> we're... we're uh, we're open. Look, our original location that looks on Tiger Stadium right across the street here, uh, every home game that we have in, in Baton Rouge, uh, it's packed with the opposing team's fans. And so, uh, yeah, we, we look for it. We have a good time no matter what. Uh, win, lose, or, or whatever, we drink and eat. So uh, come on by. Cheers to that. We'll do both of those during the national championship game. Talking to Brandon Landry, the founder of Walk-On Sports Bistro. Monday, the national title game. Tonight, undercover boss. And you worked with your co-founder or co uh, one of the owners, Drew Brees, the future Hall of Fame quarterback. What was that experience like? And tell us about the episode we'll see tonight. Yeah, so Drew and I got uh, approached about this time last year and wanted to uh, find out if we, we would be interested in doing Undercover Boss. And uh, look, it, it took me about two seconds to reply, absolutely, and, and Drew as well. I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're on the verge of doubling and tripling the size of our company over the next 18 months. And so to be able to really get behind the scenes and see what's going on, uh, you know, making sure, look, we're, we, we realize we, we've done some good things. We're, we're good to get to this point, to, to have restaurants growing across the country. But to be great, it's all about the details, and it's all about really finding out the brutal truth if there are things that aren't, aren't going the right way. And so um, we did it and um, went on the road, and, and, and Drew and I both went undercover. I had a little bit more time. Drew was going right in the training camp right after it was early summer, and so he was only able to do one job. Um, but he, he went through about three and a half hours of prosthetic makeup. And um, I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but he kind of looks like the Geico caveman. Um, and, and, it, and it worked out well. Uh, he's, he's the, in, in the pictures, he's the true Breezes Christ, like people like to call him down here. Um, and then uh, I, I went on the road as well for over a week and, and hit four different spots. And, uh, and, and man, look, it was I can tell you what we got out of it. Uh, you know, of course, uh, the marketing side, right? I mean, millions of people are going to see the show, and it's it's a great it's a great show. But you know, it really validated that we're doing some really good things. Um, you know, not only operationally, but with our human capital. You know, I mean, just had like I mentioned earlier, the reason why we are today is because of the great people that we have, and and it, it was true validation and working side by side with some of these ladies and gentlemen that are working for us. That you know, they're you never is. Everyone has a story, right? And, and sometimes it's as you grow and, you know, we have thousands of employees now, you don't really get to spend that, that personal time with them and really get to know them. And we had the opportunity, both of us had the opportunity to do this with, with four or five of our team members. And, you know, just to hear some of their stories that they come in and, and they wear our logo very proudly each and every day and, and come in and the epitome of what we want as walk-ons employees. But sometimes you don't realize they have to go home to, to, you know, struggling families or, or sick children or, or things that, that we have no idea. And, uh, you know, it just it, it was very humbling um, and, and it was just an unbelievable experience for both of us. 
Breezes Christ is not one, in fact, I have ever heard, so I love to hear what you call him down there. Um, we'll see the episode tonight on CBS, but can you share with us what that one job was that Drew Brees performed and give us a hint what the reaction was when it was revealed that it was the legend, the Hall of Fame quarterback that was doing that job? Yeah, so Drew... Uh... Like I said, he went into our New Orleans location. So, of course, he's probably the most noticeable person in that city. And so they had to do, I mean, it was literally Game of Thrones type of makeup artist that had to come in and do full prosthetics and everything. But <clears throat> the cool part was seeing Drew walk down Porger Street to the restaurant. Uh, Drew can't just walk down a street in New Orleans, by the way, without getting completely bombarded. Uh, and he's walking down the street in New Orleans, and people are just walking by him, just kind of looking like, who's this freak show, you know? <laughs> and uh, nobody's stopping him, uh, and he's he's just he's just going on down the street, and so that that was cool. And then he went to the restaurant and uh, worked his tail off all night. Uh, he worked till after midnight, uh, bussing tables and washing dishes, with with a with a one one of our one of our stars um, in that restaurant, and uh, I don't want to give away too much, but uh, uh, this guy has no idea that that he's uh, first of all he's a huge Drew Brees fan, not not only a Saints fan, but you know Drew's his favorite player, of course, and uh, he, he's just working with him side by side all night, and then of course when he reveals himself, uh, it's something special. I think there's going to be some tears rolling. Can't wait to see the episode tonight on CBS. I do look forward a bit more to the national championship title game <laughs> Monday night on ESPN. They'll also be at Walk-On Sports Bistro. The buy-in price of the game is 880 bucks, but it only costs you 20 to go to Walk-Ons. Brandon Landry, we appreciate the time. Congratulations to you on your success. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. G-O-E-A-U-X. Is that how we spell it? G-E-A-U-S. I put in the O. Thanks, Brandon. See you, man. All right, guys. Have a good one. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.